Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440, driven by Wolf GMC Buick, the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. Time for In the Community, brought to you by United Sport and Cycle, where you can save up to 35% United Sport and Cycle, your home for hockey for over 95 years. They're so good, even the guys who help sharpen the skates end up as NHL coaches. Not bad. Now, I think this next guy should end up being an NHL coach, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Bag Milk from Oilers Nation joins us. How are you, sir? Nobody's looking for me, Al. I feel like I just need my chance. Just waiting for the phone to ring, you know? I mean, I love your lines and pairings, sir, and you write them well with the dash and everything online. It's just terrific. I I mean, I copy and paste with the best of them, (laughs) you know? I see what's happening in practice. I see the line rushes, and I execute the copy and paste, the control V, the the control C, the control V, the correct order every time I like it. So good. So good. I used to do the center, then the left wing, and the right wing, and that was my signature, and then McCurdy browbeat me into not doing it anymore. No, Bruce, come on, man. Just saying. And I I, I made fun of his potato phone and, and the way he speaks, but I still don't think we're even. That really hurt me, man. Um, I'm teasing. It really didn't. Uh, so several questions come to mind, and here's the one that I I have at the top of things. They played well against Calgary in the outdoor game. They've won a couple of games, but I worry about McDavid and Ekholm and McLeod specifically playing prominent positions on the roster and still not being a 100%. If they win tonight, do you think we're going to see the beginning of some kind of a role, maybe a four or five game winning streak, or or do you think it's going to be fits and starts for a while longer? I'm really hoping it's the start of the winning streak. I mean, we heard the news came out that uh, Ken Holland and Paul Coffey went down to the dressing room and kind of challenged the boys a little bit, asked them what kind of team they wanted to be, and the work was up to them. Then on Sunday, they had the best showing, arguably, of the season against the Flames. Now, I know the Flames are no good, and maybe that kind of dampers the, the effort a little bit, but I'm choosing to believe that that's a turning point. I'm choosing to believe that they had their meeting with the bosses, the bosses question what they want to do. They go out and beat a provincial rival handily, I might add. Um, and I think this is going to be a turning point. Maybe I'm maybe I'm optimistic, but nobody's ever going to pretend I'm not biased here. I want the Oilers to go on a run. They've got the talent to do it. I believe they can do it. It was more a matter of lack of execution than it was of anything. We talked about this on this hit a couple weeks in a row. I just think that after that win against Calgary in that environment, you've got to be feeling good about yourself, about your game, and I'm hoping that translates against the Stars tonight. Where would you play Sam Gagne? Interesting question. Interesting question. I think he's obviously going to, I mean, I think he probably starts on the fourth line as the right winger. And if they're playing 11 and seven tonight, which it looks like they are, I he's going to get some looks with Connor and Leon. And I think that's going to give him a little boost of offense that maybe he can contribute something there. And we saw Bruce Kerlock was doing a lot of reporting from when he was playing with the Condors. He played those three games. Seems like the hands are there. He had five points in three games. We know that Sam is an offensive guy. I know his career high is only 50 points, and that came a handful of years ago. But he's got offensive touch. He has, he knows how to put pucks in good positions for his teammates. And I think that with the 11-7 configuration, he's going to start on the right wing on the fourth line. That's my guess anyway. And knowing that he'll play a handful of shifts with Connor and Leon, that's going to give him some offensive looks. I think that's a good start for him. Let him ease his way in a little bit. The vibes are going to be excellent at Rogers Place with him in the lineup. When he gets announced, he's going to get a huge cheer. It's going to be it's going to be a really special night. We all love this player, and I'm just happy to see him back. I hope he gets ten. 
Yeah, why not? Well, you know, I mean, he, he's proven capable. Um, Bagnell joining us from Oilers Nation on Sports 1440. Ryan McLeod, Holloway, and Connor Brown, the third line. They haven't a drop. If you're not putting Gagne in there, uh, do you shuffle a little bit and, and maybe run McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nuge up the spine or, you know, in the middle of the second period if you're down 2-1? Or how would you tweak that line if you had the opportunity? I don't have an answer. I'm not, I'm just, I'm throwing it at you, uh, and lighting the bag on fire and running. So how would you fix it? Well, I'm here to stomp it out for you. Uh, I think that you just kind of, honestly, I think you just kind of leave that third line alone a little bit. They've had some good looks. They've had some opportunities. And unfortunately, the pucks haven't gone in. I know seeing zeros across the board for all of those guys is not ideal. We need better than that. They know we need better than that. But I would be much more concerned about that trio of players if they weren't producing chances for themselves. And I think they have been. And I think it's just going to take a little bit of luck. Maybe someone has a puck bouncing off his butt. Maybe there's a lucky deflection. Maybe there's a lucky bounce. Something like that can kind of turn the tides rather quickly in the NHL. And I think they just need one of those. Connor Brown only played four games all of last year. We know about the injury. He's still finding his timing. He's still finding his hands. He's still finding the pace of the NHL. I think they're going to be fine. I think we, uh, nobody wants to hear patience. I understand that. But I think with those three specifically, I'd like just a little bit more time because I think it's right there. It's right on the edge. Now they just have to tap it home. Just to quote Happy Gilmer, just tap, tap it home. I believe in them. <laughs> I like the way you said that. That was funny. It made me laugh. Um, so we've got a question for you from a listener. Uh, Neil in Medicine Hat. Uh, please ask Bagmelt why that is his handle. Did he used to work on a dairy farm and play for their hockey team? No, uh, I wish there was a better. Uh, I wish there was a better reason for the pseudonym that I've got. But when I started blogging back in the early aughts. Uh, I wanted to pick the dumbest possible handle I could think of, and I thought that that would be a way to stick out, and I thought that it would be something that kind of came and went as my teenage years and early 20s disappeared. But here I am at 38, and I'm still bag milk, and it's still here. So kind of wish I would have picked something cooler in retrospect, but at the same time, it, the plan worked. Yeah, People sure. remember it. Kind of stuck. And you're the kid rock of the blogosphere. It's okay, man. I do look great in a top hat, Al. We all know this. I just just don't ruin Sweet Home Alabama, and we can be friends. Um, Fine by me. <laughs> so, um, when we go into the how are how's the dog doing? Is it a restful time as as we get ready to make the performance and make the prediction? Listen, I think Frank is, I think he's just ready to go. I think he's chomping at the bit right now. Before I left the house to come to the office, I laid down a bunch of information for him. I printed off some stats. I printed off all the numbers. I printed off some projected line combinations. So right now he's currently studying. If you know, he's now won two in a row. He picked the Rangers to win last Thursday, unfortunately, which they did. He picked the Oilers in the Heritage Classic, which they did win. And now he's looking for a third. I feel like Frank is starting to turn his season around, and I'm hoping that the Oilers can follow suit because as the dog goes, they go, it seems. And right now I'm hoping for wins for both. Well, it's it's. Um, I think that this is the first time all year I felt the Oilers could really impress and a win against Dallas tonight, uh, I, I do think we'll do that. So what's the plan over at the Nation? Who, you know, Are all hands on deck? What are you doing? Are you firing up the retro rockets to take care of the game coverage? 
Yeah, well, Tyler, your Armstrong just finished Oil Nation every day just a handful of minutes ago. You know, knocked some cables over with them feet of his. You know how it goes oh out. Oh, my he's God. For a long time, he's knocking a over menace. cables, pushing things around. But then we've got the pregame show that's going to launch right before puck drop tonight. Then we'll have the game. And then the postgame is called After Dark. You can watch all of that on social media. You can watch it on YouTube. It also gets released as a podcast. We're going to have plenty of content coming out, but... I, I think that tonight's a big game. Like you said, the Oilers have an opportunity to turn one win into two. Dallas played last night in Calgary. They did win last night, but in the third period, I watched the third period of that game, they were kind of getting shelled a little bit, and Jake Ottinger bailed them out in a big way in the third period. So I'm hoping the Oilers can take care of a team that, I mean, I know it's early in the season, and these are pro athletes we're talking about, that hopefully is a little bit tired after a win last night, and that we can come out on the right side for once. It'd be nice to see a win at Rogers Place. We're overdue. You rock, sir. Have a good day. Thank you, Al. All right. Mag Milk from Waters Nation in the community. Brought to you by United Sport and Cycle. Did you ever blog? Did you have a nick? Did you did you have a name? Like, I have low tide. I was going right. to be Horkoff and die, but my wife wouldn't let me. I did blog. I, I just blogged for fun on uh, on WordPress, the website. I would just go on there and I would break down I would break down UFC, UFC fight nights and what? UFC pay-per-views. And I, I did that in like maybe 2018, 2019 just for fun. And then, what was your name? It was just Declan Kruger. So you're really highly creative. I'm, I, I, I'm very like, everything's just me. It's just Declan Kruger across all yeah. platforms. It's easy to find. Yeah. You know, did you did you include your social insurance number and your pin number there? Or did I you... didn't, but I did have my home address okay. in case anyone wanted to send me fan mail. I thought this is a good idea. So <laughs> I don't think anyone ever read it because I never like promote. I literally just wrote into the abyss because I wanted to write about it. Declan, um, you're a funny guy. You, yeah, thank you're, you. You're going to make a lot of money. I don't know what, but you're going to make a lot of money in your life. I appreciate um, that. If you say Nugent Hopkins and Gagne are good hockey players, then your show rating goes way down, LOL. They're they're good hockey players, you know the 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 National Hockey League is the world's best league. So even the guy who doesn't dress tonight is a great player, truly great player. If you know somebody who played in the National Hockey League, and I tell you a quick story. So um, when my kids were small, I used to go to the school they went to, uh, Neil M. Ross, I think it was. And they would, I'd wait in the, like in the boot rack, uh, area and I would talk to the teachers who were, I love the teachers. So we'd laugh and we'd cackle about whatever the hell happened that day. And I'd be waiting for my children to put on their boots so I could take them home. And, um, don't tell my sales manager, although it doesn't matter now, but I did that. And not all every day, but I did that, you know, Fridays for sure. Um, so, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. What were we talking oh about? Oh, my goodness. What the, what the <laughs> heck is going on over there? What was what were we talking about? Bagged milk? Yeah, bagged milk. And then, well, then it, it would just kind of divulge. And you've been like, "Let me." can I tell you a story? And before I had a chance to reply, you were into it. Oh, so I was like, I oh, he's it. flying. I okay. got it back. I got it back. Damn it. I'm so embarrassed that I am blushing. So anyway, I'm, I'm, you, you also talk to the, the moms and sometimes the dads, but mostly the moms. I, I love the room. Let me tell you, it was great. So this, this one day I, I'm watching this young man, um, put his stuff into his backpack and it's a St. Louis blues backpack. And, um, I say to his mom and to him, um, that's a very cool St. Louis Blues backpack. You don't see many of those. 
um, what's the story behind it, right? Because I'm always curious about it. And um, mom says, well, his his uncle plays for the St. Louis Blues. And I said, oh, that's, I mean, that's very cool. Like to have somebody that, that you know as a youngster who plays in the NHL, I I mean I I would have I would have been blown away by that if one of my uncles had, had you know been able to do that. So I said, well, you know who is it? And Mum says Jeff Finley, uh, who was a um, defenseman for I think Philadelphia Islanders, Winnipeg Rangers, and St. Louis Blues. Played most of his career with St. Louis Blues. And so I said, oh my God, that's awesome. And I say to the young man, I say, you know. That's incredible. You must be so proud. And he goes, he never scores any goals. <laughs> I Right there is everything you want to know about when you're 10 or whatever this young man was. Maybe a little, little younger than that. I howled. I thought it was funny. Mom rolls her eyes. I laugh. Good day. Hey, boys, Oilers better win tonight. The Stars are on the uh, second half of a back-to-back with a backup in net, third game in four nights, North Side Lou. North Side Lou. Everybody says this, but when you play the game, that you know, if, if you're Joe Pavelski or Jamie Benn or, or Miro Heiskanen, you're like, well, we're here. We might as well win the damn game. I know odds predict that they'll win, but you've got to go out and play it. And you know what? The Oilers have not, I'm sorry, they have not been consistent. So you can go all off half-cocked and be happy about life because of the Calgary game. I'm sort of waiting to see. I would like to see this team play 60 minutes, play well, hammer on the power play. As much as they're doing on the power play, they're giving it all back on the PK. Stuart Skinner's starting to play well. Good. Keep it going. It's 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 a, a mighty good start. Let's put it that way. But I'm not I'm not mailing in the kudos. No, sir. And they don't care, but I believe that the Edmonton Oilers fan should be just a little distant. You know, it's like good job, maybe a fist pump, no hugs. Not yet. No hugs. Tough love, baby. That's the way it's gotta be. Sorry, Declan. I know you were looking forward to a hug, but it'd be a little embarrassing now. On the way, NHL rumors. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's Alan Mitchell, Declan Kruger. Time for the hockey rumors segment. Can I tell you a little thing I'm excited about, but I can't do it yet? Of course. Because uh, I'm busy right now. But, but um, so when I was a kid, I became obsessed with the 1967 expansion draft. And with Sam Pollock. And it's such a weird little thing to be obsessed with. But I was. It, I I remember all the new uniforms coming into the league, like the Minnesota North Stars, gorgeous St. Louis Blues, Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Oakland Seals, LA Kings. Oh, so good. And so I was a big fan. Like whenever they would play and then Buffalo and Vancouver came in and then Atlanta uh, and um, the New York Islanders, and then it was KC Scouts and the Washington Capitals, and I was all about it. I was all about the expansion drafts, and I was excited about it, and I learned everything I could, but the 67 one was always clouded in mystery, and I, many years ago, during a summer holiday, you can tell how excited my family was when I tell you this story, 
I went to the library and looked through the microfiche of the Montreal Gazette. Montreal Gazette? I believe that's what it was. And I discovered what Sam Pollock did to the National Hockey League. And I wrote about it recently on my blog. But I always wanted to know, because I got the Gazette from 67, I got the Edmonton Journal, Saskatoon, Star Phoenix are all online, not on microfiche, but online. But I had the microfiche back in the day. And what I did was I found out what Sam Pollock did. And it's diabolical, and it's in the article that I wrote the other day. So I always wanted to know what the hockey news had to say during that era, but you cannot find the hockey news. I found one, the October or September 1967 hockey news. The story has an ending. Just be patient. So it's the 1967 September hockey news that I have, but it's after the expansion draft, and I wanted the one before the expansion draft, and like two or three before, and then that one, and then whatever came after. I'd like to have like six months worth of hockey newses from that era. Well, guess what? They put it all online, and it's like two fifty a month, and I, I want to subscribe to it, but my problem is I'm an adult man, and I have responsibilities in my life, and I have work that I do. I love writing for The Athletic more than any other job I've had in my life. Honestly, I I just feel really good that I write for The Athletic. I'm so proud to write for them. I love working here. I love it. You know, uh, Jackie Ray, who's a well-respected broadcaster who I worked with many years ago, she doesn't remember me and I remember her, which is very typical of my relationships with women over the years. But she is working really hard to make this radio station go. And so is Jason Greger. And so is, well, Declan too. And so I feel like I have to give my best here as well. I'm also a dad. And, you know, now I'm a, a, a single dad, so there's a lot of work to do. So I don't have time to go look at those hockey newses. My fear is they're going to go away and I won't see them. But I hope that people maybe subscribe so that Low Tide will eventually be able to see this because I really want to. I just, I'm, I'm holding off until I have time because I want to, what's your favorite thing in the world that you savor and you do it when you have time and you put it off, you delay, and it has to be something appropriate for radio. You delay it until you can have that time to just really drown in it. Mine, mine is so simple, but it's, it's just watching sports. Like, and I don't delay it, but I'll get everything out of the way that I need to get out of the way before a specific game that I'm going to watch. And I make sure all my ducks in a row so I can truly just sit back, relax, and enjoy the game. Declan? Yes. Do you know how questions work? No, I get it. I, I get, like, the See, delay I thing you said. I ask a question, and then you apply your experience in answering it. So when I say, what do you put off or delay that's rare and unusual and you love, you can't say, no, I just turn on TV, watch sports. Okay. That's not the answer. Let me, let me, all right, let me, let me reel it on back a little bit. It might be cognac. It It might be the, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe you stare at those $750 sneakers you gave the girl. I don't know. No, I haven't seen those in a while. I think it would probably be the one thing that I really push back. Like if I, if I've bought food for a meal, I'm really looking forward to cooking for myself. I'll, I'll push that back. It's like similar. It's similar to what I just said. I'll make sure everything is done. I'll push that back. Like I'll have a late dinner when I can. Everything is done. Everything has been accounted for, and I can sit back and truly enjoy my meal with no 
with nothing else on my mind. Was that so hard? That's a beautiful oh. answer. Thank you. Well, it took well a minute done, to think about it. I thought my first answer was fine, but I got I got ribbed a little bit for it. So. Didn't get ribbed a little bit. You didn't answer the question, which McCurdy <laughs> is an expert at. I answered you with know, my own spin on it. I would, like, I would like a toll board, please. If I ask 100 questions in a week, I bet 32 of them are answered. Well, that's a good question, Low Tide. Uh, I'd prefer to answer this other one, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, Low Tide, but here's what I was thinking about, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know who used to do that was Margaret Thatcher. And the she, Iron Lady? Yeah, yeah. She, she, she somebody would ask her. I remember Barbara Frum had her. I believe it was Barbara Frum. And um, Barbara Frum was a terrific reporter. She, she, you'd, you'd bleed out while she asked you questions. Harold Ballard hung up on her, and which was a good thing. The whole nation cheered um, that for Barbara Frum, not for Harold Ballard. Um, anyway... So I think Barbara Frum asked her a question, and she said, that's not the question you want to ask. What you want to ask is this one, and I've already answered that question, so I'm not answering that one. I'm going to answer this one. And I was like, wow, that's some power there. So me and, me and McCurdy are the, the, British, the British prime ministers of this well, radio station. Well, I think you're, you're, uh, you're a pox upon the radio industry is what you are, but oh, I can't wow. say that. So. Well, I, 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 think you, I think you just did. No? Okay. <laughs> Uh, hockey rumors flames place Jordan Osterley on waivers. Now, um, he could play in a few more games. Rasmus Anderson is due to a, uh, serve his four game suspension. The, the teams do this all the time. He might get claimed too. He's inexpensive. We'll see. Carter Hart is going to miss a few weeks with a mid body injury. He's had a really nice start. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning have sent Hayden Flurry to the AHL Syracuse Crunch. You know, Hayden Flurry was a high pick. It didn't work out. But because he wasn't drafted by the Edmonton Oilers, nobody talks about it. You ever notice that? Every mistake the Oilers make is like, oh, my gentle Lord, they made a mistake. But everybody else can make mistakes and nobody mentions it. Why? Because you pay attention to the Edmonton Oilers. You care about the Edmonton Oilers. When the Edmonton Oilers make a mistake, you take it personally. You believe it's a reflection of you as a human being, which it is not. I get it. I understand it. I'm a fan. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing Dallas this weekend. Do you know how uh, upset I already am about that game? Why? You're going to win it. <sighs> Come on. You know we're not. Dallas hasn't beaten good teams this year. Yeah, well, they're going to beat. They're going to go. Okay, this is our chance, and they'll play Smash Mouth. They'll hurt Hurts, and then I'll weep openly. It's a little bit of a must win, a sneaky must win for the Cowboys because this is the point in the season where it starts to creep in. Like, yeah, our record's okay, but can we beat the good teams, or are we just destined for that second tier? So it's a sneaky must game, must win game for Dallas. But I, I still like Philly. I still think they're going to win. No. I I would love to if if we if we could fast forward if we could take an advance token on the Reading Railroad as they do in Monopoly to Monday, and the Eagles have won. I would be happy. The uh, Wilkesbury Scanton Peng- Scranton, damn it! The Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins of the AHL have signed Mark Pesic to a professional tryout. You remember him from the Old Kings? Scored a huge goal in Old Kings history. He has played 521 games in the NHL. Summit forward. Rasmus Asplund. Why can't people be named Smith around here? Why are all these funky names coming up today? The Florida Panthers have recalled Rasmus Asplund. Good grief. From the Charlotte Trek Sharers of the AHL. Uh, Bennett, Sam Bennett and Evan Rodriguez are expected to miss some time. Seriously, from now on, people are going to mean Smith and Jones. And 
Gendron. The Pittsburgh Penguins had a rocky start of the season. They may be looking for reinforcements. Tony Androkidis of Inside the AHL. I can get that one. AHL Hockey reporting the team received some unfortunate news today on the injury fund. Sam Poulin received an extended look at training camp, likely one of their first players for NHL call-up. He has going to be out of action for a week or so with a lower body injury. Well, Terry Pustinen is also out a week from Wilkesbury, Scranton. And I'm done with them. And you know about Sam Gagne. He's been called up. Uh, Adam Ernie cleared waivers. He'll go down to Bakersfield. And I bet he'll be back up again. The owners are not calling up the kids. They're going to run with the veteran lineup this year. And I think if Holloway gets sent out, Raphael Lavoie might get called up. But other than that, I don't think it's going to happen. Hockey rumor, Kings win 4 nothing tonight. Otto's got their hands full, not just Vegas. There's some guys going. Video games are, for me, low tide. If there's a game I want to play, I wait until I have lots of time off and then just sit in my pajamas and just play uninterrupted. Also, if you need, I'm sure we can pass the collection plate around to get you that subscription. No, I got the subscription uh, taken care of. I just... I, I Yeah, you got me to do it. <laughs> you got me to subscribe. I... I can't, you know, I can't. I, I, I've never been able to do that. I, I think it's, I think it's the responsibility of a human being to be responsible for the people that you are responsible for. Declan, you have a girlfriend. You have a four year old brother. You have a mom and dad and you have a sister. I know you to be a person of integrity. And if they need you, you will put off what you have that you want to do and you will have another day at that. That's how the world works. It's being a stand-up guy. And I believe this community is full of stand-up guys. And some jack-o'-lanterns. I don't understand what this guy's saying. He's the guy who said Nugent Hopkins and Gagne are good hockey players. Your show rating goes down. Then Brian S. says, Terrible scouting staff is a terrible scouting staff. Why Eiserman scouts so much better? He doesn't. Having a beer, you know, our audience is like a reflection of the entire community. You'd say, one thirty-three in the afternoon, who's having a, well, there's one guy out there. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't think he was just texting in to tell us he was having a beer. I think he was talking about that's what he puts off till, to, until it's a special moment. Oh, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I like where your head's at, though. Wow. See, I, he maybe should have written that because low tide is slow on the uptake. Sometimes. You just hit him with the good for you, buddy. Wow. I thought he was having a beer now. I feel foolish that I made Declan laugh. I thought having... <laughs> Turn your mic on so we can hear that ridiculous no, laugh. It's, it's, it's just going to be like noise pollution, but yeah, I was going pretty good. <laughs> you know laughter is contagious, right? Like, let it rip, buddy. If no, that, I know, but it's it's it's, it's bad. I can't I tell just you be the next time that you're laughing and you turn your mic off. I am going to come over there, and it's you're turn not it going to be on. laughing. You know, it's going to be a lot of you know, 
a lot of. Uh, oh wow! I'm getting the paddle. Well, for disrupting I'm the show. Saying, I, I'm saying my the, the the idea of the show is to entertain. I know we're talking about sports, but the most important thing is that people giggle like idiots. They're not idiots, but th- that's the idea. You know, if you want to be serious about you know, there's betting sites and there's all kinds of stuff out there. You know, I write serious articles for The Athletic and I write serious stuff on the blog. The radio show is like, let's have some fun, you know. I bristle at Sam Pollock. Me too. Squirrel. No hugs till they win a cup, LOL. Yeah, that's delayed gratification right there. Whatever happened to Keegan Lowe? I liked him on the Oil Kings, but haven't heard much about him for years. Well, he played, uh, uh, he may well be, I'm just checking it right now, but he played a long time in the AHL, and he did have a cups of coffee in the NHL, too. Uh, He's played four games in the NHL, two for Carolina, and the team that dropped. Are we having an earthquake? We are not. Jason uh, Greger asked that uh, asked that question a couple days ago on his show as well. No, it's just like trolleys get rolled out here. It's a mall. It's we're we're right by the uh, walkway. Did a lot you of say moved. trolley? Yeah, clang 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 with the trolley. Yeah, like that's yeah. What, what, what would you call it? I don't care. I yeah. you, uh, you just gave Trolley's me a Judy Garland intro and I I ran with it. <sighs> that was the goal. So. Do you know clang 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 with the trolley for Judy Garland? No, no, I'm not. I can't even pretend to fumble my way through this conversation. I have no idea. I'm getting. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Mike's going off. We're going back to NHL rumors. <laughs> it's the trolley song. It's from Meet Me in St. Louis. Judy Garland. I can't believe. I don't know what your education is, but my God. Anyway, Keegan Lowe played four NHL games: two with Carolina, two with the Oilers. Played for Bakersfield, San Diego Gulls. Is currently playing for. Is it? Is it? Vayo or Vasho or Vayo or anyway, it's in Sweden and it's a team. Somebody will help me with the pronunciation. He lied. My parents nicknamed me a bag of milk because that's because I'm built like a bag of milk. I will tell you, I hang around with NHL scouts from time to time. They kick me out when they see me, but I I have spent time at rinks with NHL scouts, and they call guys who are not, like, built like Coke machines, they call them bags of milk. They go, he's a bag of milk. That means he's not as fit. Like, now, you're, you are just a beautiful example of, of mankind, Declan. But, like, in you know, I would be, if I was skating, I'd be a bag of milk. That's the way it works. I'm a, <laughs> I actually don't even need to be skating, to be honest with you. Prendergast and Clown set back the forever, probably worst scouting in history. Not true. Not true, Brian S. You're wrong. Read the book. I wrote the book. It's called Alan Mitchell on the clock. You haven't know about his draft history. You can buy it anywhere. I don't have any more copies or I'd send you one. It has real nuance. Just switched listing from the AM dial to iHeartRadio app. Low Tide's voice went from the oldest grandfather of the year to fresh after breakfast. Life's better, baby. Well, I'm glad you did that. Avro Arrow gives me two thumbs up. I don't know what about. 
Is that for you or for me? I think that one was for me because I, I replied to his text. He said, I don't know if you read it, but he says, I have an unopened bottle of 23-year-old McAllen's for when the oil went a cup, delayed gratification. And I said, now that's what we're talking about. It's going to be a glorious day. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Low Tide, how is Dave Jamison doing? I talked to Dave, uh, just texted back and forth, uh, I think yesterday. He's doing well. He's a good guy. We are. I haven't mentioned this to him yet, uh, but I, I would like to have him on the show. What I wanted to do, how many weeks are we doing this show yet? I think it's been, it's been about, what, nine weeks now? Okay. I, I think at 12 weeks we're going to start asking him to come, and then it'll be like another 50 weeks before he says yes. But I I would like to have him on. I just wanted us to get our baseline professionalism down, because when J-Mo comes on the show, we got to be at our best. we got to be tuxedo good. I won't be saying one word when J-Mo's on. Not a chance. I mean, he'll be looking over across from me with a frown, being like, this kid could do better. So I will be silent. Oh, we, we have to take a break. I would love to hear Judy Garland's The the Trolley Song if we have it. Uh, I don't know that we do, but that would be great coming out of the break. All right. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Anybody of my age is singing that song and making a fool of themselves in their car right now, if they're in their car. Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. WolfGMCBuick.com. Say hi to Doug, and we say hi to Mary. Ho, ho, ho. I won't sing it, but man, I bought the 45 back in the day. Imagine being a guy arguing about drafting with a guy who wrote a book about drafting. Well, you know what? Everybody is entitled to their opinion, but, you know, sometimes the Edmonton Oilers drafted so well, and it didn't work out because Glenn Sather traded Miro Shatan. And so you don't see what happens, but it was there. And the scouts should get credit for that. They drafted Miro Shatan like in the fifth round or some darn thing. LT, your thoughts, please, on my rant. Oda's open practice for season seat holders on Tuesday was a great experience with a huge and terrible mistake by the OEG. Players pretended the fans did not exist. No interaction at all. 200 kids or more, and the players absolutely snubbed all the kids, desperate for a wave or anything. Seriously, why are these guys robots? Get serious NHL. These kids are your next ticket holders. Learn from the NBA. Please have some personalities. Mark the keeper. Well, I wasn't there. Um, I know that the orders are, as a team, focused, and perhaps that was the deal. I have found, and I'm just going to say this, and you can get as mad as hell at me if you want, I have found that the Edmonton Oilers are very good at interacting with fans. Now, at a season ticket holder event, they go above and beyond. I am not a season ticket holder, but I have friends who are, and they will tell me not what's happening, because that's none of my business. The owners can share it with the media as they see fit. But they tell me that the events are well attended, that people are allowed to ask questions, even if they're difficult, and the answers are given by the people who are appropriate to answer them. I understand that Edmonton Oilers fans, some of them, many of them, uh, have an axe to grind or feel like they're things that you know are, are unfair. And quite frankly, there have been in the past uh, moments that were, were really um, unfortunate, including a blogger years and years ago uh, who was basically taken down uh, in the building. Uh, and he was, alive, I believe, live blogging the game. So the Edmonton Oilers have done things in the past that, that are regrettable. Uh, 
Um, but I think they have learned from that. And I, I quite frankly, uh, observing them from afar, uh, the last many years, I think that they, they, um, conduct themselves very well and very professionally, not with just with the media, but with the fans. That's my opinion. You do not have to share it. And I do not have, I'm not beholden to anybody. Believe me. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are very courteous with me when I ask. I have reached out in the past and DM'd or uh, reached out through other elements and gotten guests as required, and they've always been first class with me. I do not curry favor with them. I, it doesn't matter. I'm not a I'm not a newsbreaker. I'm not a guy who uh, would reach out unless it was something specific. I do reach out about the draft and things like that, but the the field that I sow and reap does not require comment from anybody in the organization. I think they're good people. I think they have a difficult job. I think that I have met many people who have worked for them in the past, like Bryn Griffith and Melanie Harris and others, and they're all really professional folks, and they do a, a, the best job they can, understanding that there are limitations and a individual like Connor McDavid is inundated with requests and I'm sure that they have to carry that a little differently than they would another player on the roster. All right. I've set the uh, comment section on fire. Uh, Now's not a good time to argue scouting because we have no frigging picks. Uh, You know, uh, maybe I need to do this again, but the Edmonton Oilers have done a, their scouts are doing a really, really good job right now and it is tough they drafted a guy 56th overall in 2023 named Bo Akey and Scott Wheeler just wrote an article about them about him and he's doing really well they drafted a guy in the seventh round named Matt Capone who's 20 years old and he's got a point per game in hockey east right now where they drafted him if he if he makes pro that's a win the Russian defenseman, Nikita Yevsev, he's playing well. Samuel Johnson, who's a goaltender, moving up to the Elsvenskan, which is the second-tier pro league, but a very good one in Sweden. He's playing well. You know about guys like Xavier Bargo. Four points in five games for the Bakersfield Condors, Raphael Lavoie. Doing well. Carter Savoy is is coming alive a little bit. I haven't mentioned him because I'm waiting to brew a little more before I write on it. But he's played five games and has two points and is plus two in the plus minus. St. Albert fella. Carter Savoy. The Oilers have had depth picks deeper in the draft. But they've and they've shot the moon. Like Carter Savoy is either going to be a, a a player on a skill line in the NHL, and then he'll be a tremendous bargoon. Remember bargoon? They came in with across the country. They were going to do all this stuff. I got seven hundred T-shirts and a big buy. I was working in sales at the time, and it didn't last long. But it was a great idea. It was kind of like a a national marketplace. It's Vaxio, according to Paul Almeida. And he tells me that uh, Mike Zanier does color for them on radio. We've had Mike Zanier on the show, but not on this station. That will come with time. 
Major League Baseball is over. I don't get sad about Major League Baseball ending like I do the hockey season because there's so much going on in the fall. Like Major League Baseball is over now, and I love it. But there's football, there's hockey, there's basketball, there's Connor Halley stories about what happens when he goes to Vegas. So many good things that happen in the fall time. Did I ever tell you about that? Yeah, well, I mean, you've told it in parts when he stopped to ask someone for the time. I think Connor's actually told me the story himself. Yeah. But Do you remember what he said when the, when the person said when he asked for the time? I don't. Ordinarily, I get paid for things. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry for starting. <laughs> you know, there's just humor in life and you have to see it. And that is one of them. How difficult is it for young players to make uh, a difference on make or, or bust teams? They don't have the oxygen to exploit their upside. Look at young players on teams with no expectations. Broberg looks very, very nervous. He's not playing. He's playing 10 minutes a night. Put him in there. Play him 15 minutes a night for 40 games. Then you know what you got. You can't, you can't half do anything. It doesn't work in life. You can't be a little bit pregnant. You can't be a little bit married. You can't be a little bit the prime minister or the president. You can't be a little bit the coach of the Edmonton Oilers. I still don't know why he has no gray hair. It's a mystery and a riddle wrapped around some of that. Um, have you ever had um, mushroom with cream cheese and then a bacon wrapped around it and with a toothpick in it? <laughs> no, I hate mushrooms. I don't love cheese, so I've never had that. And I'm not. And I'm Could not we get a replacement uh, food person to talk ever. to? You can tell me about it, and I'll just sit here and kind of roll very, my eyes. And very, very good. Very, very good. You don't know what you're missing. I'll have the bacon. Like you can just give me a bacon strip on a toothpick. I'll eat that. But that's about as far as I'll go with that. With that meal, with that hors d'oeuvre you just mentioned. I I can't believe you don't like cheese. What is the matter with you? Just not my thing. Everyone has a thing. That's mine. Nobody has a thing like that. Like until the, I've, I don't want. I don't like liver. Liver's not bad. Oh, liver's honestly not bad. Do you like sardines in the can? They're awful, but I, I, I love them. I like them. sardines. Yeah. Oh, I, really I just like love. Sardines. They're so salty and they're, they're, they're delicious. I love sardines on pizza, but no one else ever wants to get them. Sardines like in the can. You undo the can, and they're just you know they're salty and it's like icky looking, but my god, they're good. Low Tide, you don't like the chances on that East Coast road trip later in the month. At least the games are spread out. The orders would typically have back-to-back in there, Coach Mike. I don't like it because I don't like the way they're playing right now. If they play well, I had to, I had to make my predictions today. I would have loved to have had an extra day because if they play well against Dallas, you probably would be looking at a different month. But I predicted they would go 6-2-0 and in October, and they went 2-5-1. and So Low Tide goes, whoa, Nelly. On the predictions. They gotta prove it. I just haven't been impressed with the Edmonton Oilers. And I I'm I am so impressed with Connor McDavid. I think he's brilliant. But they have not played well. The open practices are a joke. Well, okay. Well you know what? If you're a season ticket holder, then you should let the Edmonton Oilers know. 
you know, we've talked about that and I've said my opinion, but if you are royally unhappy about it, let them know. They're in the business of pleasing their fan base, and if you're paying for your tickets, then I understand that you have expectations. Sardines on pizza or, or, or anchovies? If sardines, no wonder you can't find anybody to share that pie with you, LOL. Yeah, it's anchovies. Wow. But I love, I do love sardines. Oh, so you're, you don't like sardines on pizza? I don't you, know. You I meant don't know. anchovies. Well, yeah, on pizza, anchovies. I don't think I've ever had sardines on pizza, but I, I like sardines out of the can. I'm not going not gonna to backtrack on that one. Oh, me too. I, I, I think a lot of people don't, but I do. I like them. They're, they're, they're good. All right. Well, it feels like the show is coming to a halt. Um, Probably because of me, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Tomorrow is Friday, right? We have Lansky, we have Bigfoot, and what else do we have tomorrow? Tyler Yarmchuk. That's be, uh, that's Bigfoot. Us. You know what? <laughs> Should I, I put that together right after I said what? Right after I said your Yarmchuk. We're, just, we're like a smooth, smooth show, is what we are. Yeah, we're not bad. Uh, you had made you had made mention to Connor Halley coming on, so that's always an option. If not, I'm sure we'll we'll dig deep. We'd and like find to have something. Holly Halley, whatever his name is. We should have him on. Well, we can talk about the Vegas clock thing. It's very funny. Oh, he I, he'd love to tell the story. Yeah, so I'm there sure there, there we go. I think we got a show. Okay, you know what? It is time now for a sports update.